Welcome to Radio Tambua, an outreach of ACFA, the Africa Center for Apologetics Research. ACFA equips God's people for the defense of the faith, biblical discernment, and cult evangelism. Let's begin today's message. Wednesday, March 17th, marks 21 years since the movement for the restoration of the Ten Commandments of God burned its followers at the cult's headquarters in Kanungu, southwestern Uganda. Hundreds of additional corpses were soon discovered at other sites that the group had occupied. In all, nearly a thousand people perished in the name of faith. The Africa Center for Apologetics Research, a ministry which is mandated with equipping believers in East Africa for the defense of the faith and for biblical discernment and cult evangelism, conveys its condolences to their families, friends, and relatives of those whose lives were brutally ended. As you can imagine, time cannot fully erase the pain of losing innocent loved ones, especially since the perpetrators of this tragedy have not yet been brought to justice. You should also know that 70% of Ugandans are not old enough to remember these events. A new generation clearly needs to grapple with and benefit from the lessons that flow from this troubling legacy, especially in light of our increasing chaotic religious situation. Twenty-one years down the road after this tragedy, Ugandan Christians must ask themselves several questions. For instance, have Christian leaders and lay people in Uganda gained any wisdom on identifying and addressing the danger signs evident in both local and imported cultic groups? Is the church more willing to call an ethical and exploitative religious groups to account, especially for the sake of those who are most likely to be harmed? What proven biblical-grounded strategies can the church implement to inoculate their members against cultic leaders and institutions? And several other questions certainly follow and all demand and deserve attention. For the most part, we must conclude that Ugandan Christians have validated the sad adage that we learn from history that we learn nothing from history. And despite much chest-thumping and many promises to fully investigate, the crimes of Kanungu have been relegated to the pit of forgetfulness. So, what factors today contribute to the potential Kanungu disaster or to multiple tragedies on a lesser scale? Evidence of our crisis of discernment is everywhere, no matter where you look. You may know also that many Ugandans are highly superstitious and prone to uncritically embrace new religious movements, easily following after anyone who claims to have strong spiritual powers or quick, painless solutions to their serious life problems. Independent religious entrepreneurs start churches and fellowships having no meaningful accountability whatsoever to any government or ecclesiastic authority. This lack of oversight enables them to con trusting followers out of their money, their property, and even their virginity with near impunity. While making extravagant promises of healing and success, too often they mainly enrich themselves. Their recklessness leaves lawmakers with little choice but to draft legislative remedies that potentially curtail the religious freedoms of all citizens. You should also know 
that politicians, prominent government officials, and others of high social standing participate in highly profile events organized by dubious religious groups, thus encouraging the general public to think that these organizations are wholesome and safe. In other cases, foreign groups gain influence in government agencies, enabling them win favors and thereby infiltrating state-sponsored programs. Again and again, mainstream religious leaders disillusion their members with highly visible personal disputes and financial and sexual scandals, encouraging weary parishioners to defect and seek comfort in cultic religious movements. We may also note that segments of mass media, including radio, TV, websites and newspapers, continue to offer time and space to any religious group that can afford to pay without first taking care to ascertain whether they are ethical or authentic. It is very clear that these are serious issues, grave concerns indeed, that demand attention. But there is also hope. The church, while weak in responding to the challenge and threat of cults, still has an opportunity to learn from the past, to look back and understand what really happened and its enduring effects on the Ugandan church and society. The church has an opportunity to look at the present, evaluate itself, understand the strength and the weaknesses of the church, especially in its response to the threat of cults and false teachings. The church can also look into the future to consider what steps Christian leaders and lay people in Uganda can take to empower believers and non-believers alike to calmly identify and evaluate potentially dangerous groups, thereby preventing similar tragedies. As we remember Kanungu cult tragedy on March 17th, let's not just remember what happened in the past, but let's make a resolve, a firm commitment to unwaveringly devise strategies to prevent future cult tragedies, that the Ugandan church, grounded in truth, growing in grace, discipled and discerning, may ably defend the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. To learn more about the Africa Center for Apologetics Research, visit us at africanapologetics.org.